Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk. July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. Welcome to Real WW Talk, the podcast of three diverse friends, Candice, Aaron, and Ricky, who were following the WW, formerly Weight Watchers, plan. I'm the Ricky part of the trio. Each week, we talk about our health journey on WW, what we've learned, what we've struggled with, and what our goals are for the coming week. There's no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are, just real talk, because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. On today's Real WW Talk, Aaron is under the weather, so Candace and I are holding down the fort. We discuss the importance of rest and how it can mean different things to different people. How rested we feel can have such an impact on our journey. Ready? Let's talk. Hello, hello. Welcome to Real WW Talk. I'm Candice. And I'm Ricky. And we are missing Erin today. Erin is under the weather, so we are wishing her a speedy recovery. You all know she had been doing some traveling, and I think that she came down with something, so she let us know that she needed to take some time. So mm-hmm. have the two of us today, but yes. it's always nice to see you and to chat with you. You too. So I just wanted to check in. So how was your week? My week was really good. Um, I made a lot of choices that made me proud. I, um, you know, upped my activity a little bit, um, said no a few more times to some things that um, were tempting. And uh, I was down. I was happy with that. I was down two pounds. So um, that felt really good to just be, you know, I, I had been, um, I think I was either down point two the week before or like stayed the same, but it feels good to, you know, not be on that constant up and down roller coaster mm-hmm. and feel like I've had, you know, back to back what I would call successes. So yeah, what? it's a good week. Congratulations. Congratulations. And again, trying to find those things that are not just about the scale, you know, mm-hmm. and I love the fact that finding, you know, like the consistency of what it is, because the scale can, can be so finicky yes. as a thing to use to gauge progress. Hence mm-hmm. my week, because um, I was up this week, but here's the thing. <laughs> as you all know, I am currently going through chemotherapy. And what I usually find is that the week of my chemo sessions, I have steroids and other things that are in my Mm. body. And so it can cause a significant gain because I like retain water. My face gets really puffy and I will be up. I was up like four pounds 
But the very next day after weigh-in, I was down 10. I mean, literally that big of uh, like, so I have been unable in this current season of life to use the scale Mm -hmm. as a way to gauge my progress. Um, And that's been new for me because as you know, the whole premise, (laughs) not just of WW, but the way that we kind of know how we feel Mm -hmm. has is usually driven by the scale. It's what we talk about. So having to find other things. Yeah. You know, like walking, you Mm -hmm. know, I've been doing my 10,000 steps. So I feel really good in terms of my update. The scale Mm -hmm. eventually came back down. Like I said, I'm back to where I normally was, but I also Mm -hmm. know that I've been putting in the efforts with eating and exercise. I have my green smoothie for those who are watching. It doesn't look appetizing, but it really is. Um, But, you know, so I'm proud of things like that, that keep me going. And you can see the difference in your face and your, you know, and the shape, even your shoulders. I feel like you're just the shrinking woman. So in a good way. I need to find one. That's the next thing that's coming. I want a collarbone. (laughs) Well, you've got one. (laughs) I know. I just needed to show and pop out. Right. (laughs) <laughs> so I hope that you're seeing those differences too. I know sometimes we're the last ones to see it. Other people notice it first, but yeah. just letting you know. We Thank see you. It. And again, I always like to remind people, do not blame chemotherapy on this because I will be very upset if it's I have any work. weight loss. It's hard work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is a season where a lot of people do put on a lot of weight. But you know, the point is that I feel like I'm being healthy and I'm making choices that make me feel good about my body especially during a time when my body needs that. So happy about that. But, you know, Ricky, you and I kind of chatted a little bit before we got started with filming. And I made a post in our Real WW Talk Facebook group. And you can Mm -hmm. find us on Facebook at Real WW Talk. We have over 3,800 um, followers who kind mm-hmm. of really are so engaged. And I have been sharing because I've had so many people who have been praying for me during this season. I shared about um, the fact that I needed to focus on rest. Mm-hmm. And I have been going through, I've had a really tough time with something that I feel comes so naturally to other people. And I wanted to kind of bring it to you to discuss a little further because we got a lot of feedback from people saying, Candace, I, I agree. I was taught by my parents to not rest, like that rest was somehow um, the same as being lazy or not Mm -hmm. being productive. And I was surprised that so many did resonate with the post because I thought maybe that I was alone in it. Mm -hmm. I was wondering, have you struggled with that? Because I know, you know, we're ones who love lovers of naps and stuff, but do you ever (laughs) feel guilty for taking time to Mm -hmm rest, rejuvenate, and relax, especially when it comes to like a weight loss, even in the weight loss journey. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, I think more so I struggle with it at work. I am like, you know, because I'm in a stage of my life where I'm single, I, um, I have no problem taking a nap on the weekend or lying on the couch in the evenings when I'm home. Um, But when it comes to work, I don't like taking time off. I don't like, um, you know, taking too long of a a break or, you know, like not to say I've never done that, but, you know, feeling like I'll, I'll have some guilt or some feeling like a nagging feeling of, Hmm, maybe if I had been in this area, this wouldn't have happened. Or maybe I could 
help someone with this, or maybe someone needs to go to the bathroom and I could relieve them or, you know, all these thoughts of, you know, guilt. We talk about the stories we tell ourselves. And I think I started to tell stories about who is at a disadvantage because I'm resting. (laughs) And yeah, that's what I kind of related to. Because it's kind of like in a weird way, it's another form of people pleasing, right? Mm -hmm. You know, because you know, if I need to rest, um, you know, and someone says, I'm going to come over and help. I have a toddler and, you know, I have a two-year-old and they say, I'll watch your son for you while you rest. And I'm like, no, you know, you shouldn't have to do that. Your mental health and your schedule is more important than me and what I need. Mm -hmm. Um, I tie it back to that, that people pleasing that I try, I've been trying so hard to kind of get away from. And this current season of my life is forcing me to deal with is okay. it is okay to put myself first mm-hmm. and to trust others with their feedback about yeah. what they would do to help me, even if it's just for something like closing my eyes for 30 minutes, mm-hmm. ter- even or not closing my eyes, just putting on a movie and doing anything. Right. You know, I think that you know, that's something that especially women, and I know we have women and men who listen, but I don't know. I feel like it's a condition that a lot of women too tend mm-hmm. to, it's, it's not valued in this society for you to say, we're, we're martyrs. We're the ones who mm-hmm. put everybody first and we're the ones who make sure that everybody else is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we take time for ourselves, it's, it's viewed very negatively, mm-hmm. um, memes. There's so many things we could probably pull up of the lazy woman or the woman who doesn't take care. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I think it really affects us emotionally. Mm-hmm. Do you think sometimes that's what, like that we even have trouble honestly admitting to ourselves that we need that time? Like, cause I feel like some of it is too, because we feel conditioned to be the helper, to be that person who's always there and always available to, to be there for other people. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you see that where you feel like you probably don't even want to admit to yourself that you need the rest or you need to ask for help? Yes. Yeah. And I know that it's not good. And and, that, and that's the thing. It's even worse when you're acutely aware that it's not okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because others will say, you know, I, I actually think, I don't want to say um, that it's a bit of arrogance. It's like a, mm-hmm. But it is a, a, a um, I am not the type who needs what other people need. Mm-hmm. I am able to overcome something that's natural mm-hmm. when really that's not true, you know, yeah. and somehow thinking that there's some trophy at the end for doing it. Right. You don't get any reward. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, people and if anything, people will keep taking, mm. especially if they don't have a giving nature. Like, I feel like naturally I'm a giver. You tend to be a giver, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so we may not like take advantage of that with each other, but mm-hmm. others who tend to be takers, if you continue to say that you don't need something or you, you'll just keep pushing through, mm-hmm. I sometimes feel like it attracts people who are willing to take advantage of that and who are yeah. willing to let you overextend yourself past even what you know you need, you know that you need to rest and they will say, well, you said you were fine. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to let you do A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Mm -hmm. You know, and I've seen it in my mother 
My mother is that way. She was just calling me yesterday talking about how she was overextended with something that she's doing for a class reunion project and how everyone's Mm -hmm. letting her do everything. Um, And she doesn't know how to stop it because Mm -hmm. I think she gets her worth out of being the person who has to do everything and the person Mm -hmm. who's always going. And then she burns out and then she's upset. Well, that's the thing that I was thinking about as you were talking to like, you get upset because it leads to passive aggressive nature. Cause you're like, well, all these people, they're relying on me. I'm just gonna, you know, I'll do this, but I'm not going to talk to them after, or I'm not going to, you know, like, like it goes to those extremes of like even impacting relationships because really I, I if it's me in that situation, I put myself in that situation. I didn't advocate for myself. I didn't say, this is what I need. I need help with this. I need you to do this. Because again, I know we have, like you said, male and female listeners, but as females, we tend to be looked at as aggressive when we're really asserting ourselves. Mm -hmm. But there's nothing wrong with asserting ourselves. It's just kind of as society learns to kind of change and adjust with that, especially with women of color, I think, you know, we, I don't want to be labeled as the angry black woman. So I just, you know, let me be demure. Let me be calm. Let me be sweet. But then I'm just a pushover at that point. Yeah. And then we have to give all these qualifiers. See, that's mm-hmm. another thing that kind of frustrates me where I, if I want to take a, a nap and I have to say, well, you know, I had chemo, you know, why does it, why isn't it just, I just want to take a nap because right. it's, it's the the afternoon and I want to, or I feel like other people are judging what it is. And so I have to make it okay for something that I want. And I actually am very jealous of women mm-hmm. and men that I see who don't make excuses. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I've inappropriately labeled them as, like you said, aggressive or who mm-hmm. do they think they are? Mm-hmm. You know, that person who says, I'm going to go take a nap. I have nothing else to do. And that's what I'm going to go do. And I'm like, oh, well, that must be nice. You know? <laughs> I mean, go right ahead. Some people have other things. Why is that a bad thing? They're just right. those people who have the confidence to say, this is what I need and this is mm-hmm. what I'm going to do mm-hmm. should be celebrated. Um, yeah. But it's just so foreign to me and mm-hmm. it's so not natural. I can sometimes do it, but I have to be very intentional not to ex- over explain myself mm-hmm. as, or to justify it so Mm -hmm. that other people can be okay with it, even if they didn't ask. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people look and say, Candace, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't don't need the explanation. Just do whatever you need to do. Right. And I'm like, no, but you have to understand it's only on day three that I get this tired. And on day four, I'm going to feel better. No one asked any of that. Mm -hmm. And you're not guaranteed that like, what if you still do feel a little bit? What if you still need a little more rest there? And you've already said, well, I'm going to do this tomorrow because I will feel this way. We don't know. So it's like, why not just let what you say, I'm tired now. I'm going to rest now, be what you're going to do. And then let the the, the next day worry about itself. Oh, but that is scary, Ricky. Oh my gosh. Because then what if people, again, what if people think that I am milking this? What if people think that, and I'm talking, you know, cancer aside, but like, whatever in life. What if people think that I'm lazy? What if people Mm -hmm. think that I am not pulling my weight with my son? What if, what Mm -hmm. if, what if? Who 
I know the answer is who cares? Right. Intellectually, I understand that that's the answer. Who cares what other people think? Mm-hmm. Other people's opinions are like buttholes. Everybody has it. You've heard <laughs> all of those statements, right? But I care. Mm-hmm. And that has been what's held me back with weight loss and mm-hmm. with opportunities at work and um, in relationships. Everything comes back to an over- an obsession with the way that others think mm-hmm. about the choices that I make for myself. Mm-hmm. And I know we're talking about it specifically with rest, but that's a big one because that's one that I feel can be, it's a very self-filling, fulfilling act to rest, mm-hmm. to say, I need to chill out right now, mm-hmm. regardless of what anybody thinks. Yeah. Uh, it's funny that, you know, Weight Watchers didn't randomly pick sleep as one of the pillars and say, you know, track this every day. I think it's one of the things I track even more consistently than food. But I feel like sometimes I do feel like, like you were saying earlier with the caveats, if I tell somebody I went to bed at like nine o'clock, I, I feel like I need to give a caveat like, oh, I was just really tired or, oh, you know, I was bored or, you know, but, but why, like, clearly it's something that's so important to be included in, in the pillars of the program, but why do we sometimes even feel like we like are less adult or less mature or less, you know, special, I don't know, if we're not staying up late and doing all the things until midnight and then coming to work and saying, oh, I'm tired, you know? And if that's the case, then I have been not special since I was like 10 years old. <laughs> I have never, ever been that person. I'm that one that's in bed by like eight, nine o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have been too. And I, that's one thing that when I met my husband, uh, you talk about knowing that someone's your one. Um, we used to be one who, ones who, when we initially started dating, mm-hmm. we stayed up till three, four o'clock in the morning talking. And mm-hmm. then we both were like, this is just want to be very clear. This is not who we are. And when we <laughs> stopped trying to impress each other, eight o'clock came, we were like, oh, this was great. Time to go to bed. It's time <laughs> to go to sleep. And I said, I can marry you. I can marry you because I'm definitely, you know, that person. Mm -hmm. But in our, you know, especially when you're younger, the thought is that you have to be out and you have to be doing things. And Mm -hmm. some people are, and that's their nature. Mm -hmm. But don't be that person who invites me to a party that starts at like nine, 10 o'clock. Because that's just don't, you must not know me because Mm -hmm. by that time I was, I'm hopeful I'm in bed and, uh, have some Netflix on in the background. So, well, so how does for you when you don't get the right amount of sleep or like, how does that impact your food choices in the next day or like even your exercise choices, all of that in the next day? Mm -hmm. I think that it affects me in terms of like the, the intermittent tiredness, like, you Mm -hmm. know, I'm not as fresh. And so Mm -hmm. one, it does actually make me hungrier. Mm -hmm. Um, I can tend to make poor food choices when I'm really tired, tired. And then also um, I'm more likely to say, I'm going to skip that workout. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do that because I don't feel refreshed. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's something 
that I really do. I don't use the app and I'm interested to see, you said that you use the WW app with the sleep and you track your We're tracking. Yeah. I track the sleep every night. See, I don't know how, maybe I don't know how to do that. Right. I mean, I guess uh-huh. it's just pressing a button because I don't yeah. wear my, I don't wear my Apple watch to bed and that's something okay. that you can use to oh. track your sleep. Well, I think you can through like through Apple's app, but I actually, you know how when they made that adjustment and now your activity is on the main page when you yeah. scroll down past dinner, past snacks, yeah. there's activity I think is on the left and on the right is sleep. And it'll usually say zero sleep or like no sleep log. So you, I just click on it. And then it asks me what time I went to bed the night before, what time I woke up and and then it calculates the hours. And then it, it does ask you, how much time you spent awake through the night. So let's say usually so for me. How would you know that? I think sometimes, well, I like, sometimes I drink a lot of water at night and then I like, I know that I got up to use the bathroom and then it, like, let's say I had a hard time falling asleep. I'll estimate like I was up an extra 30 minutes in between, but typically I'm, I don't count anything in between unless mm-hmm. I know I was up for a while. Um, and then it just calculates it and gives me the whatever points get fit, the <laughs> points. I think it's five points. I feel how many ways points to get you- points. Yes. Well, because I thought it was a man. Like I was like, do I? I'm like, am I? I'm tired. I'm gonna open the WW app and tell the WW app that I'm sleepy. No and button, and then I wake up the next day and say, "Hello, <laughs> WW. I woke up." Like I just wasn't doing it's not that (laughs) complex. It's like, I remember that I put my phone down and turned the light out at 10 15 at night. And then my alarm went off at six, but I was awake a little bit before. So five 45, I woke up, but you know, an, an estimate usually, and it just gives you, it may even be one point. Anyone who knows can correct me <laughs> in the comments, but like, and if you do have a smart watch, I know some people have the Fitbits and the Apple watches. Yes. I know that they, if you sleep in them, I just don't because my Apple watch will die if I don't exactly. charge it. Yeah. Um, it can calculate and tell you when you fell asleep and woke up. So. And I'd imagine just like activity, you can sync that mm-hmm. to your WW app. But like like you, I charge my watch at night. I don't sleep in it. So that's okay. why I enter it manually. I, I do it almost every day. Let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we're the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. Well, do you find based on, since it's actually something that you've tracked, Mm -hmm. do you find, do even, I don't know if you actually track even like your naps or things, but do you find that when you give yourself not only adequate sleep, but rest, even like you said on the weekends or Mm -hmm. other times, how do you feel that that affects you positively or negatively? Yeah, I, I noticed that some weekends, if I'm really like, or like even weeknights, if I stay up later, I'm less energetic. And like you said, I'm less likely to do a workout when I get home. I'm less likely to 
move as much at work even. Like if I feel lethargic, usually if I'm up and moving around, I actually don't notice it as much. But the second I sit down, I'm like, oh man, this day is going by slow Mm -hmm. and it's a lot more of a challenge. But I noticed a huge difference um, when I switched jobs earlier this year. I switched from one school to another and they had different start times. And I had, I, I mean, I went from working out every morning and I probably did go to bed a little bit earlier because I knew I was doing that. And I had a later start time. So I didn't have to wake up that much earlier than I do now. And I worked out, I mean, fairly consistent, three, four, sometimes five week mornings, weekday mornings. Um, and it was a great feeling to start my day and get that done. But the second I switched back to my school, which I, I'm happy that I w- had that opportunity, uh, I just got out of the habit because I would have had to wake up probably 30, 45 minutes to an hour earlier to get to work on time and get the workout in. So like the timing of work makes a huge difference because Mm -hmm. I'm only willing to go to bed so early Mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that, like you said, making sure that you fit when you try to fit things in and, Mm -hmm. you know, that's one of the things that I had to look at between morning exercise and evening exercise for myself. Like I tend to, my day is unpredictable. So it's hard for me to know when um, (laughs) I'm going to be able to get a workout in if I don't get it in in the morning. Mm -hmm. But sometimes if I've not slept very well the night before, if I feel like I need that extra time to Mm -hmm. to kind of rest, it's, it can be tough to kind of um, make that choice, you know, because there's pros and cons. Mm -hmm. And that kind of brings me to the next kind of thing that I wanted to talk about, which is, the flip side of that, do you think I, I I will speak for myself that sometimes I can be negatively impacted on the rare occasions that I might give in and have too much mm-hmm. rest or not mm-hmm. movement. Yes. That can spear you to staying stagnant. Mm-hmm. And I think that there have been times in my life where, you know, they talk about sitting is the new um what is it? It's in something negative, like um, sitting is the new cancer or the new heart yes, disease or something. Yes, something like um, that. It's very, but basically immobility, smoking. not smoking. Thank you. I knew it was something mm-hmm. negative, <laughs> but you know how being stagnant, not moving around, not getting mm-hmm. your steps, not doing those things um, can be tied to negative outcomes with your health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, that's something that can happen too. You know, and I and I wonder if you do give in and start that habit, you know, is that something mm-hmm. that it can be something that can be hard to break? Absolutely. You know? And, and I, I think, too, like it's other things kind of flow in that negative way, too. Once that happens, like, am I like so lazy? I don't want to get water. Then I feel <laughs> dehydrated or I notice sometimes, too, if I've been sitting too long, I I feel like stiff or I feel like I need to, the need to stretch or something. And I don't feel like it, which makes it harder to move Mm -hmm. in that sense. And I don't know if that's something that just happens as you get older, or if it's just a reflection of, you know, a couple of days, maybe missing a workout or something like that. But yeah, I think it makes it harder to move when you don't (laughs) move. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And again, I guess it's about finding that balance. Like, it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, I don't want to be where I have to be going all the time Mm -hmm. and I can't sit down. And, but I also don't want to be the extreme of I'm always laying every time someone checks on me, every time 
I'm, I look, I'm in bed or mm-hmm. in front of the TV and not doing something. Mm-hmm. There's that happy medium and, yeah. you know, putting in those things in place. And that's one of the things that I do appreciate about my, I am an Apple watch user. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know Fitbit does the same or, and for those who don't have fitness watches, cause not everybody's into that. I'm just a techie. I love stuff, mm-hmm. but it'll tell you, it'll say time for you to stand up. You know, have you mm-hmm. stood up recently? Sometimes I ignore it, but um, it's a good reminder, you know, mm-hmm. if you haven't been um, getting in that movement throughout the day to to, to mm-hmm. say, is it time for me to go and just take a five minute walk or to mm-hmm. march in place? Um, or am I going to or today's a tough day and I need to rest and I don't care what it says, mm-hmm. you know, being OK with that, too. Yeah, you know? I think sometimes movement can be the best medicine because I think sometimes when we do rest too much, it's almost like not, not that I could ever clinically diagnose anyone, but sometimes it's kind of like, am I depressed? <laughs> and I'm like, am I staying in this bed and sleep? Cause I think sometimes I, I tend to be an early riser. And even if I'm a little tired and I like to take my naps, but there's been some times where I'm like, okay, I slept until 11 o'clock this day and your body kind of just at least for me, will fall back asleep. And it's like, okay, is this truly rest? Or am I just like, are my thoughts overtaking me in like, oh, I'm frustrated with this. Oh, I'm frustrated with this. Let me sleep. Am mm-hmm. I am I using this as a way to avoid processing my frustration or mm-hmm. my sadness or whatever it is in that moment? Mm-hmm. And is it is there a little bit of depression that's keeping me from getting up? And I think those are the times we need to get up to call a friend, to like go for a five minute walk, like really call it what it is. Am I tired Mm -hmm. or is something else going on? Because you can rest and not be rested. You Mm -hmm. can, you know, and, and that goes into some of the tools I know that WW uses. And then also I I have a Peloton, so I have the Peloton Mm -hmm. app, but when it comes to mindfulness and meditation, you know, when I think about the things I use to truly take advantage because sometimes I can't turn my brain off. And so part of the busyness that you have, whereas you talk about, it might be like a a depressive state for some Mm -hmm. when it, when it comes to over rest and too much, Mm -hmm. I think sometimes the desire not to rest could also be um, trying to avoid like your own thoughts and your own Mm -hmm. mind. You don't know how to turn things off. Yeah. You know, you don't know how to to get it to stop. And that's why I've been using meditation mm-hmm. recently or trying to trying, let me be honest, trying mm-hmm. to use meditation mm-hmm. um, as a way to quiet my mind, even if I'm not going into a deep, peaceful sleep, but just mm-hmm. to just be still. Mm-hmm. And I know WW has that on the app. They have a lot of the mindful and the meditations that you can do. Some are five minutes, some are 10, but something about that calming Mm-hmm. voice to kind of say, it's okay for you to just be here in this moment. You might hear noises, you might hear things, mm-hmm. but stay present, stay here. Um, mm-hmm. It's something that I'm trying to use too, because I think that too much or too little is usually from a place of avoidance, mm-hmm. a place of people pleasing, a place of not being okay with yourself and your needs and your mm-hmm. stillness. Yeah. And all of it needs to be addressed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so when you're in a state where you can't get the rest that you need, I've heard some really great pieces of advice. I don't know if you've had any other advice, but 
I know um, I've heard that you should get out of the space that you're in and like, you know, maybe if it's, you're, you're trying to sleep in your bed, you walk out, like, I don't know, go downstairs and read a page of a book and then go back like as a reset. I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never actually tried anything like that. I think, you know, thankfully that's, that hasn't been an issue for me at least right. lately, but have you gotten any really good advice about how to help with sleep issues? You know, my new thing is essential oils. Okay. You know, I really like like lavender. They were talking about how certain scents can kind of have that calming effect. That's why a lot of times maybe if you go to the bath aisle when you're taking a bubble mm-hmm. bath, they'll have lavender scents or things that are supposed to help put you into that kind of state. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I do agree with people who say associating um, like technology Mm. technology out of the room. Um, We all, a lot of us have TVs that are there and Mm -hmm. um, you know, our phones are, I mean, we have our phones like attached to us. So being able and something about that light, that ambient, that light from the phone and stuff can really mess with your ability to kind of really get a good quality sleep or to put yourself in that state. And at first I thought that was like rubbish, but Mm -hmm. when I actually paid attention to it and made a concerted effort to stop doing that, I did find my sleep was more restful. Okay. You know, so, you know, but the point is we are deserving of sleep. We are Mm -hmm. deserving of rest. It's not just sleep, but we're deserving of movement when it's necessary, Mm -hmm. the busyness of life, but also the stillness of it. And there's Mm -hmm. beauty in both. And that's what I'm hopeful that people can remember and learn that it doesn't matter what other people think about you if you decide to do the rest or if you decide to um, to move. Regardless, mm-hmm. whatever you decide, it's kind of like it's what's best for you. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I think that applies to to vacation and to like days off, things like that. Like mm-hmm. too, because I think there's all this pressure sometimes to like just just constantly be there for people. But even when we take days off, there's sometimes the opposite pressure of like, oh, you're not going anywhere. You're not traveling. You're not, my rest can look different. Other people, it might be on a beach or like in a foreign country or at a a ski lodge or whatever it is. But I think we underestimate how much rest can be done, even just doing a little staycation or like going somewhere you haven't been in a while, going to the museums downtown um, it doesn't have to be some extravagant vacation, which, you know, I'm not knocking that. I'd love that. I love travel as well. But a rest can also be just doing something you love that you haven't gotten a chance to do in a while. And and there is no reward for like people who are proud to say, I have all of this safe vacation. I haven't <laughs> used at work. Right. Your employer is super proud of you. Um, but that's not anything to be proud of. I had mm-hmm. to learn. I mean, use those days that you get. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't have to explain anything. Like mm-hmm. that's the beauty. I don't have to tell you where I'm going. Like you said, mm-hmm. I could be, I could be sitting right on my couch and painting my nails. <laughs> and that's what I'm doing for you don't exactly. get to know that. It doesn't have to be this big elaborate thing. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that um I, I was one for a long time who was really proud of all the PTO that I had, all the paid time off that I wasn't using. And then I said, "What is? who is this benefiting? Mm-hmm. They, yeah. they are going to replace me very quickly if anything ever happens. Mm-hmm. You know, if God forbid 
anything happens to me, they'll be very sad for a second and then they will refill my position. Take the vacation, take the sick day, Mm -hmm. take a mental health day. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, there's a thing for that. So I, 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 like I said, it, it makes sense. We know it, but the application is something that I am working on mm-hmm. and I'm encouraging anybody who's listening to not be like Candace or even Ricky sometimes mm-hmm. and feel the need to explain to anybody why you make the choice to either rest or to move, but to make mm-hmm. sure that it's for a reason that sits with you and that makes sense. Exactly. It's important. The balance is important. Yeah, very much so. So, well, this is a good chat. It's a good chat. Like I said, I feel less alone. I was really glad that I asked the question. I'm glad that, you know, we we kind of talked it out because it it affects so many areas. And I'm hopeful Mm -hmm. that this week our action item is to rest. Yes. And also to move. (laughs) I love it. Two great things that don't have to be in opposition (laughs) to each other. So, Ricky, why don't you tell people how they can find us if they want to connect? All right. So we have so many ways to connect to you. We'd love to connect with you guys on our Facebook group, Real WW Talk. We also have the podcast. You can listen on Spotify, anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. We're on Instagram at Real WW Talk. And if you'd like to email us, email us at RealWWTalk at gmail.com. And we're also on Connect. Wonderful. And like I said, we were hopeful. We're at speedy recovery to Aaron. Um, Hopefully we'll all three be back with you soon. But until then, you all stay safe and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.